It's time for our spotlight on the bond market. Katie Benz is with us, Director of Fixed Income and Multi-Asset Indexes at Morningstar. So glad you're here. What were your thoughts? I mean, as someone who follows what's going on in the bond market, fixed income so closely, what was the uh, reaction? So yesterday was certainly one of the most consequential Fed meetings we've seen in a long time. You know, the Fed is really walking a tightrope, as many say, between balancing financial stability and fighting inflation. So yesterday, the market's priced in about a 25 bips rate hike, which is exactly what the Fed did. But other than that, all we're seeing is that the market and the Fed are at odds with each other. Um, and we're not sure when that's going to stop. Yesterday, we saw the Fed use dovish tones in their press release moving away from uh, language about ongoing rate hikes to a much more softer dovish stance about additional policy firming might be appropriate. So when you right. combine that language with the dot plot, uh, you'll see the Fed is ultimately saying higher for longer, but markets disagree. Yeah, so I'd like to hear, um, you know, and we've been seeing that for some time where the markets were telling us one thing, particularly the bond market versus the equity market. Um, you know, what are we learning? When you look at the bond market or the equity market, I mean, what do you surmise when you take a look at that? So we're always looking for clues, and it's hard to say who will be right and who will be wrong in this scenario. But one thing we are looking at is that the inflation break-even rate suggests that the market's views might make sense in this context. We see there's a, the differential on the long-tipped index between the um, the long Treasury index is just above two and a quarter percent. So what this is telling us is that the longer-term market outlook on inflation is pretty close to where the Fed is aiming it for me, aiming it for aiming it to be, signaling that higher for longer may not actually be the case. And just one final point on this, Nicole, is that it's often said that the Fed won't cut rates until something breaks, but the threat of financial instability is looming so large with the SVB fallout, the recent rescue of Credit Suisse, all with potential for systemic impact to, uh, to the financial system. And investors' actions in the market are really showing that the threat feels real. Right. Understood. So tell me about the charts that we're focusing on. You have the inflation break even rate. Um, you talked about that. Um, and what other charts are you following most closely? So we're also looking at the performance of the U.S. Treasury bond index and how it's reacted to the, you know, the financial instability, the recent um, rate rise. So we have a chart showing how the U.S. Morningstar U.S. Treasury bond index has performed over the last couple of weeks, as well as the yields on that index. And what you see here on this chart is that yields have dropped more than 80 bips since the start of the SVB crisis, now down to about 3.8 percent, including yesterday's 20-bit drop. That's pretty big in response to yesterday's FOMC meeting. But I think there's really two positive notes to look at in this chart. Is First, the value of Treasuries in the investor's portfolio has risen really sharply, emphasizing how Treasuries can play an important role in times of turmoil. So the, the index, which started the month in negative territory, jumped positive 3% in, in a week's time and is still trending upwards. The other thing again, in between the lines is the spreads between the U.S. short-term Treasury bond index and the long-term Treasury bond index have narrowed significantly since the start of the month, which, considering the lingering inversion of the yield curve, can actually be seen as a positive, healthy development for the bond market. Hmm. 
you know, at the same time, we saw all that volatility when we started to hear about the regional banks. And we've seen inverted yield curves. And you've seen a lot of people investing in the short term trade because they're making a lot of money. Um, what's your outlook now? Because you have a lot of people who have moved from cash into treasuries because the return is pretty nice. Um, any outlook or thoughts on 2023 now for investors? So my outlook is that this is going to be a bumpy road this year. And investors should expect much more twists and turns with new macroeconomic data coming out today. We saw that you know, jobless claims inched down, showing the labor market is still tight. New home sales actually grew slightly, which says that the Fed still has work to go. That said, we have not seen the full impact of uh, the uh, liquidity actions that the Fed has taken to help rescue the banks, which could act as a form of another rate hike. So, with all that in mind, you know, our advice is really to maintain that power of a diversified portfolio. Treasuries can and will serve as that asset in in tumultuous times, um, and to just be on the lookout for clues across the bond market of where things are heading. I think you make a great point because there is that lag time and um, we haven't fully seen the full effects of all the rate hikes just yet. That, that's a great point, too. Katie, nice to see you. Thank you for being on the show today. Katie Vins of Thanks. Morningstar. Appreciate it.